Breakfast Radio Show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Merry Christmas to all. There's been kind of an unpredicted, generous response from our listeners regarding hometown nostalgia material on the show. Being from middle everything Aberdeen, Washington, the 50s, 60s, 70s, early baby boomer years, there are endless small town stories everywhere. Stories for you. Somehow I gravitate to stories about my dad, Dr. Glenn A. Hilliard, DVM. Christmas is extra special when your dad is a veterinarian. A vet is a guy you call on a Sunday night because your kid, a human kid, shoved a jelly bean up his nose. The reason the callers would call a vet not their MD? I can't call my people, doctor. It's Sunday night. So they would call dad the town veterinarian. Sometimes it was serious. Sometimes it was just a person wanting to have a comforting word from a trusted doctor. Sometimes that's all it took. The call was always during dinner. Dad was not always happy about it. It wasn't uncommon to hear the caller's voice freaking out in Dad's ear with, My cow broke his leg, fell in the river, drifted downstream for a spell, and he's stuck on a snag, and it's getting dark. Hey, don't have a cow, Dad. When I was a small boy, I was told by classmates that, Your dad killed my cat. In later life, I heard my peers say, Thank God for your dad, he saved my cat. Even as a snot-nosed kid, I knew my dad wasn't in the business of killing cats. He was crazy devoted and had a gift both earned and inborn. So it's raining outside. It's Sunday night. It's dark. It's evident Dad is the only vet available in the entire free world. So out he goes to save a cow on a Sunday night. And allow me to interject. A cold outside but warm inside Disney Ed Sullivan Bonanza Sunday night. Christmas was a special time for Dad's employees at the Aberdeen Animal Hospital. He always felt Christmas Day was a day for people to be home with their families. So, in order to accommodate his helpers, Santa Dad would give them all Christmas off. This meant Dad worked Christmas Day, but that was cool with him. And we spoiled baby boomers got to open our presents on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve! A night of magic. Now, this changed everything for us little kid present openers. My two brothers and I were always stoked to open presents on Christmas Eve to allow the Christmas day off for the girls, as he called them. Christmas Eve, like every day at the animal hospital, involved feeding the dogs and cats, treating the ones that needed it, cleaning the cages, and, uh, and I was always sure to tell the animals I could get them out on good behavior. But on Christmas Eve, there were some secret little boy conversations with the inmates. The cats especially. They always have a plan. Hello, 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 and Merry Christmas, little orphan kitties. Don't worry, my dad won't let nothing happen to you. He'll keep all of you until he finds a home for you. And he always did. Now, kittens are fun, but here's the grand slammer. Sometimes you take a cage full of puppies, put them all on the floor, and you lay down. There's nothing like it. Puppy breath. There always seemed to be a certain silence in the animal world on Christmas Eve. Just me and Dad this year. 
wet food, dry food, an occasional pill, special tuna for the meow meow that won't eat. Water. Ooh. It's just too old. It's not fresh, I'll cry. How could my dish be left five minutes or Now, some of the animals were there strictly as hotel guests for the holidays. No Bing Crosby at this dive, though. It was clear that the Fuzzies were a bit brokenhearted about not being home with their families. As the evening got closer and closer to the time Dad and I would be locking the doors and heading home for the annual Christmas Eve unwrapping of the presents, the gang got gradually louder and louder till it sounds like a rock concert with a dog and cat mosh pit. Far out. Thank you. Thank you. They all just need some loving. Finally, we're done with the tasks required to secure Noah's Ark and go home to see what's under the Christmas tree. The lights are out. It's dark except for the glow from these ultraviolet lights Dad used to have. We're almost out of the building when there's a scratch at the front door. I could see through the glass it was a large brown dog with a sad expression. Dad opened the door and in limped a big wet dog with no signs of an owner. He looked tired and neglected. Dad picked him up and set him on the table. He treated him bandaged his right front paw. I gave the patient a milk bone and out he went. But not 30 seconds later, he scratched the door again. Dad said, Oh, he's telling me I didn't give instructions for the bandage removal. So I pulled out a sharpie and wrote, Remove after five days. The canine wanderer went back out into the dark, and we made another walkthrough. The animals went back to sleep, so I'm careful to be quiet and not provoke a riot or a stampede. I'm getting little boy anxious, and would really like to get us home and after long stressful December days of gift giving, shaking a box and staring into space, we'll open presents. And now the dog's back at the door. Our wet and wounded friend knocked at the door for the third time. Dad laughed. I didn't tell you five days from what date. Dad wrote 12:24 as the wrap date and 12:29 as the unwrap date. All done. Peace out. The dog left happy with still no owner on Christmas Eve. So there you go. It was a three dog night. Dad took ownership with animals. The money was secondary to keeping creatures healthy and happy. As I went from that boy who was told by the classmates that my dad killed their cat to a young man in later life that heard my peers say, thank God for your dad, he saved my cat. I was always happy that people perceived my existence differently in my relationship with the town cat executioner. Christmas Eve at the hoot, Christmas Eve at the hoot, Christmas, Christmas Eve at my place involved dinner in front of the TV. Just got a color one, by the way. Didn't work really well, but it was color television. It was cool. While eating like cave dwellers. Watch little Rudolph and take a drive through town to look at lights. We were all there that year. Mom, dad, my grandma Haddo, my mom's mom, that lived with us my entire life until my late teens when she passed. There were my brothers Rob and Gary and the poodles mid-teen cookie. I'll always remember the over-the-top generosity of it all. Way more presents than any one family deserves. The wild three-piece modular tree cut down from three different locations and morphed by dowels into one Charlie Brown Deluxe with tinsel the dogs would try to eat. 
and the fireplace with the quintessential Yule look.
my I'm going home song for all occasions. I'm going home. Next up, we drastically need snow for this cold and lonely song I co-wrote with Russian-born, German-married Victoria Lai on vocals, piano, and flute. Here's Snow Angel. I woke up before the dawn to see the snow coming down. Woke up before the dawn to see the snow coming down. Since all the careless old apartment should have burned down long ago. I'm just a child looking out the window. Living out the memories as I go. Yeah. 
crush Really didn't think it would amount to much, they said So many years gone by Worn-out jeans and tennis shoes Grass is green, sky is blue Small-town girl, small-town boy Meeting for the very first time And I think I kinda like you And I think I kinda love you And I think someday you'll marry me Raise a family That was Carrie, a song I wrote for a couple friends of mine. Bria and Annie, Merry Christmas, you guys. And you know what? We got another Christmas song coming up here. But this one, this one is by a recent guest, son of the Christmas song singer himself, Mel Torme, The Velvet Fog. Well, here's his son, Steve March Torme, with his heartfelt, I Remember Christmas Time. I remember Christmas time. 
was a wondrous time when we were young, a treasured memory. The sweet smell of evergreens, filled with twinkling lights on winter nights with friends and family. so sublime I see the smiles on every face and I remember Christmas time carols sing of Christmas cheer of the joy and hope and love we hear in children's voices Someone sings the Christmas song As I pass under the mistletoe With chestnuts roasting I'm driving down my childhood lane Past a life that once was mine A new family lives inside that space I remember Christmas time Good night, good life Present becomes the past Good friends, great wife Memories are made I went to a park today With a two-year-old and a four-year-old Who call me daddy I sat and I closed my eyes And I listened to the joyous sounds Of my kids laughing Someday when we're gathered in our home as we sing out old Lang Syne We'll hold these moments in our hearts And we'll remember Christmas time Yes, I remember Christmas time So now that dogs are fed and the cats are climbing the tree, I'd like to take a second thank everyone for listening to the podcast this year. It exists mainly to promote music from everyone and everywhere. I wish you all the best for the upcoming year and be safe. Come and see me if you get a chance and Merry Christmas to all.
better each day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. We'll be back with a new horizon, but until then, honor the future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.